I'm going to read a psalm for us this morning before we sit as part of our worship and then we're going to take up the offering. I'm going to get right into the, to the sermon. But hear what, what the psalm writer is writing. Before you sit, don't sit yet. Just give me a sec. It's a poetic song of thanksgiving. And I'm reading it out of the Passion Translation and then I'm going to read it in the ESV so that many of you would remember the psalm. Because it's not an unfamiliar psalm. It says, Lift up a great shout of joy to the Lord. Go ahead and do it everywhere, everyone, everywhere. Amen. David says, Go out and lift up a shout to the Lord. Do it everyone, everywhere. I want to tell you, we should not come to Sundays to church and think we need to come and praise the Lord here because this is where you receive praise. That's how the heathens think. That's how um, the people who, who, who pray to Odin and to Zeus and stuff like that thought that they had to go to a place of worship. You are his place of worship. You are his, his garden of delight. Amen. Who knows that the Lord takes delight in us? Is there anyone that can agree with me this morning? Amen. Hear him. As you serve him, be glad and worship him. Sing your way into the presence with joy. Hey? Isn't that crazy? And realize what this really means. We have the privilege of worshiping the Lord our God, for he is our creator and we belong to him. We are the people of his pleasure. The people of his pleasure. I want to tell you, if you are the people of my pleasure, I'm back home today. I can tell you, I can be any place in the world, but there's not a place in the world that is, for me, closer than this small community of people that comes together. There's something sacred in this place that, that draws me back, back to this place every time. But there's a sacredness here. It's what deep is, what more is. It is my community. This is my community of believers. This is the place where I, I saw the Lord raise the dead in my midst here. I saw the Lord's hand in Bronco Spray. This is the place of my, of, of my exaltation, the place where I praise Him for. Amen? It's a place for which I will ever be thankful for. You know, who knows the scripture that says you can, um, you can enter His gates with thanksgiving in your heart. This is the scripture I'm re reading now. You can pass through His open gates with the password of praise. Isn't that beautiful? Imagine Yekombriak what will be the password? And the praise is who? The Bible says all praise belongs to, to God. And who is God? Jesus. I want to say to you, unless you have Jesus, you're not going through, you don't have the password. I can doubt on Slain was I was any voortrekkers. Okay, who knows the who, who, who was in the voortrekkers? I don't know even how to do that. Okay, so the, the, for the least those of you who weren't, you missed out. And I was any span. Okay, so once was the rattles. And then we had our own community where we had this, this, this sacred place where we only got together. And we had this fake door. And you had to knock next to the wooden door so that you should ask permission to come in. And then the only way you can come in is you had to know the secret phrase. Okay? And ours was Ras Banji. <laughs> okay? Just say to the guy next to you, Ras Banji. And if you did not know the secret phrase, you're not allowed to play with us. And that was out of a childish mind. And I want to tell you that today there's a secret phrase that God wants you to come in, but with praise. And I want to say to you, you never, ever, ever should have a, heart, a, a hardship on your heart. That would not be a moeilijk wees om naar die Vader toe te kom nie. 
The Father is the safest place to go to. Amen. Let's give, give him a hand. He says, come right into his presence with thanksgiving. You know what I wish to see one day? I wish to see that the people can't sit in the chairs and they're in front here and everyone is dancing and it looks better than a club. Amen. Ek hoef jylle sê, ek het getlap in my daal. Ek het ge, ek het ge, jylle gaan in acht van die tloe wat ek sê nie. Ok, so, wie van jylle hier binnen het al ecstasy en acid saamgevat? Ok, ok, so die gevolg is dat die kort nie lang is, is dan slaat jy a chemistry in jou brein raak, wat soos crazy is, nie? En die ouwens gaan vir 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, hier en die, en jy dans en jy het die beat in jou lichaam. Maar ons noem het een candy flip, nie? Jy is wild, ou. Ok, so, ek wil gauw vir jy sê, no, 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 I don't want you to do, ever do that, ok? When I found Jesus, I found my true candy flip. And I want to say to you, that there's something that God wants to do in our midst, but it, it should not look like we are doing it right now. Ek het dan net volgend gehoor, Judith just told me that Rosemary, who's in our church, she's got, she's, she's severely sick with, um, with COVID. Now she's a sister and she's been serving this community, helping many people throughout the time that I've known her financially. And let's just come in agreement. Father, we, we come against that sickness in the body and we send the praise of Jesus through her body, declaring health into her body in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, thank you that there's no distance and that we don't need to fear and we declare be healed in Jesus' name. And Lord, then we pray for your supernatural um, protection uh, against any attack of the enemy. Because your word says, if God is for us, who can be against us? We are not aware of the fifth and the sixth and the seventh wave. We are aware of the presence of God. And Lord, we do not fear the day of adversity because we know that it draws us closer to you. In Jesus' mighty name. And thank you, Lord, even in this hour, that we can declare that the name of Jesus is above every other name. We are coming into your, into your presence with thanksgiving in our hearts. Come bring your thank offering to him and affectionately affectionately bless his beautiful name just for a moment as we're going to go into the offering now i want you to take your offering and i want you to bless him to give it with a merry heart amen it's not a heavy heart it's not going to be a burden to me i don't don't get your money right, right now i'm still speaking okay don't worry about money it's not about money okay you if you're having a good time in the worship now you can listen to the sermon later just enjoy the lord amen what I'm saying is not important. It's what you are experiencing in the spirit, what is important, what God wants to do within you. Because if God can do something within you, He's going to do something through you. The last verse reads as follows. It says, For the Lord is always good and ready to receive you. He's so loving that it will amaze you. So kind that it will astound you. And He is so famous for His faithfulness towards all. Everyone knows our God can be trusted. For He keeps His promises to every generation. Man, I stand and I've got goosebumps of thinking of His goodness and His kindness. For a moment, let's just sit. Okay. want you to take your offering. We're going to take up the offering. If you want to pay with, uh, if it's more convenient for you to pay with the card, you can just raise your hand. I've got, I've, we've got a card machine. But it's never about the money. You know what I'm, what I'm excited about? I'm excited about what we are busy doing. Yesterday, one of our prophetic words came into fulfillment. Ons het gister a dagkamp gehad by, by Ark. Wie weet het? I mean, who was there? Just raise your hands. Let's give the Lord a hand. It was not... 
Guys, it was not our ministry that was having the day camp. It was our other ministry having a day camp at Ark. Amen. You know what I love about this? Is that it's not about man. It's about Jesus. The kingdom is not divided. And we might be divided and call ourselves by different names. We are different tribes. I'm going to tell you this tribe is much different than any of the other tribes I know out there. He's Owens, but he said, but he's bang is for do it. Amen. We will often have brought. Come on, Owens. Jesus is, he's, I will feel say, as I walk two up, I will say, Owens is a part, I will iemand gaan uit al daar and stag, po, and his motorfiets up and give in. And as he says, pass, what, we must gaan see her mark. As I say, no, we gaan nou niemand see her mark. We must now over on the car sit. We must now terugplaat. I love my people, man. And I feel so safe and at home in the place that we are. But what I want you to know is the understanding that David understood about Jesus or about God was so in-depth that, that I'm sitting and I'm, I, I love to speak about God's goodness. Okay? So this morning, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to jump right into the sermon um, Proverbs 1717. And today I'm going to speak. 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 I'm to speak. I'm going to speak. I'm that the Onse Vader, as we the Onse Vader bid. Who knows that Jesus has not had a sin? He had not had a forgiveness of sin. He had for us a forebild. He showed us an example of how we could come closer to God by, by getting rid of anything that separates us from the love of God. But in, 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 in John 17, you, do you know that John 17 is the only apostle who records the high priestly prayer? He's the only gospel. And the reason for that is the rest of the people, the synoptic gospels could never showcase Jesus in this fashion because they never experienced the love that John had towards Jesus. That we read that book Johannes, it's secret incident of the other book in the ethnic. And it's all because of the heart of love. Amen? All about the love. I want you this morning to hear this. A friend, um, I'm in Proverbs 17, 17 now. We're going to John 17 now. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversary. Wie weet een goeie vriend in sy leven? Ek wil sê, my, my vrou is my beste maaikie. Okay, die Bijbel sê, as twee saamstaan, kan niks tussen julle kom nie. Hy sê, and a brother is born for adversary. Ek lees hem gewoon in ESV. Um, a dear friend will love you, no matter what. And the family sticks together, through all kinds of trouble. And that's what we establish in the kingdom of God. I want to tell you, if I had to ask people, and this is the, the past few weeks, I've been asking this in the Pretoria church, and I'm, I'm asking it today again here, what was the main reason that Jesus came for? Why did Jesus come to earth? For? Salvation. What is Salvation. It's to, to pay for our sin. Okay? Behold the Lamb who takes away the sin of the world. Do you know that that was not the main reason why He came? It was the main reason needed. Malachi, four, Malachi says in, um, in chapter 4, it says, yeah, He needs to restore the heart of the Father back to the sons and the hearts of the sons back to the Father. 
God never came, Jesus never came for sin. He came to reveal the Father. That was why Jesus came. Jesus did not have a battle with sin. He was not struggling in the area of his flesh. He was not sin conscious. He was not about, hy het nie gefokus oor hoe gaan hy met ons sonde kom deel nie. Hy was gefokus op die vader. Hy sê, ek het net die vader gesien doen en ek doen wat die vader doen. Jesus' main theme was all and always about the father. And I never hear the church preach about the father anymore. Jesus was exampling for us exactly how the father looks. And then he calls him a good, good father. And he makes a statement, if you earthly fathers know how to do good, how much more will your heavenly father not do good? So we see how Jesus does this, this walk with the father. And I've been speaking about it for the past few weeks because that's where I am in my private time. I was speaking on the Parasikliases, the dance that the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit have with one another. Um, now, I'm going to read a few words just in Greek. Um, I might pronounce it wrong. Okay, so, is means, it means schoolmaster. Now, the other day I was preaching out of Galatians 4. Um, I, I can't use that word right now. I can try to try to Okay? Padidagosas. What do I call? It means the schoolmaster. It means the law. The, the, the keeper, the master of the law. That's the direct translation. And the idea of the schoolmaster is either you would walk around and you are sin conscious with the schoolmaster telling you you have wronged, you have sinned, you have fallen short, you are not going to make it. You walk around with one or another conscience. And either you've got this, this thing in your heart where you, where you think that God has placed you under a schoolmaster. Now who remembers that the Bible says in Galatians 4 that you, you, you used to be until the, the maturity or till the time where you've been set free from the schoolmaster. Now, I don't know about you guys. Wie's donkey, donkey, jere, hulle is uit die school uit. Wie dank die school dat jy die school uit is? Okay. Ek denk, ons ou sit sit en denk, ou, oh, die ander dag sit ek en ek luister, iemand stierf my preek en die ou maak een stelling. Hy sê nie van jylle, hou nie van christene, en hy steek hy sy hand op. En hy steek vier ander ouds hand op. Hy sê jylle allemaal leeg. Hy sê, vandag is daar meer mense wat my minder like. Okay, die, I really believe that, that church is the one safe place where we can be real where we should be very real. And then I spoke about um, the, the perisicleosis, which is the dance or the rotation. It's the way that we interact, where the Father interacts with the Son, where the Son interacts with the Holy Spirit, and they interact with one another, they're entwined with one another. And the whole idea of that is that I am in Christ, and Christ is in me. So guess what? I'm in this perfect harmony and dance with the Father, where the Father has no judgment towards me. You know what I told my, my, my children the other day? I said to them, I said, I feel so safe with God's judgment. I welcome God's judgment on my life. In the past, I was afraid of God's judgment. Until I understood that the Father's heart is not corrupted. And Mike Bickle, I made a statement over and over again, especially in this congregation, where I said that all of God's judgments are aimed at what, what removes you from God's love. With other words, God is focusing on that area where you say, Lord, I feel removed from your love, and then he'll tackle that. He's not tackling you. You know what that means? It means I can step closer and I can feel better about myself, coming closer to Jesus every time, every day, every week. That's literally what it means. 
Now, the word, all these words, uh, perisikliosis, uh, peripiosis, which means exclusive. Who wants to know that you are exclusively Jesus's? Okay, so this is a term in Greek, which is a very beautiful term, peripiosis. And exclusivity means literally like myself. My wife is mine in an exclusive way where she could be no one else's in that way. Amen. Ek het een exclusieve verhouding met my vrou, wat nie een van julle met haar mag heen. Dan is het illegitimate. Amen. So, God gives us this legitimate relationship of exclusivity and He tells us that we can enjoy His divine healing, His divine favor, His divine love, His divine peace, His countenance, His omnipresence. And we've got all these promises that comes because of this exclusivity that we have with the Father. Amen? Now, from all these these words with the peri, the root word there is for parameter or for periscope, where you say with other words, there's an area that that is set off or set apart for something exclusively. And when we think of the Father's love and we think of this dance what we have with the Father and we think of the Father's way of thinking of us, it is very important for us to understand that His heart towards us is always to bless us, to keep us, to let His face shine upon us. I don't see an angry God in the Old Testament. I see Him getting angry at sin, not at people. Amen? And then we've got this same word from the same basis, and it's called, called the parakleet. Parakletos in the Latin. And parakletos means friend or someone close by. It is someone that is, is an advocate. And in our context, it's called the Holy Spirit. Now, I don't know about you. Jesus says, it's to your advantage that I go to the Father so that I can leave you this guy, the parakletos, that you can have God within you and with you all the time. And, and, and unless I go to the Father, the parakletos won't come down. Amen? Are you with me? This donkey, we donkey father that Jesus is not a father to. I want to tell you that he knows best, and he wasn't just making a, a, a statement without um, having an understanding of what he was saying. He was literally saying to you that I'm going to leave someone with you who will never leave you, nor forsake you. doesn't matter how tough things get. It doesn't matter how far you think I am from you because you are in me and I am in you. Exclusivity. It's exclusiveness. Now this morning, I want us then to turn... Um, to the book of, okay, before we turn there, maybe just in Acts 17. I'm on all the, in, in all the 17s this morning. It is through Him that we live and function and have, have our identity. I'm leave, reading out of the Passion Translation. Just as your own poets have said, our, our lineage comes from Him. It is through Him that we live and function and have our identity. I want to ask you, your identity, the way you think of yourself, from where does that come? Now, in the natural, it comes from your father. That's why God calls him, why, why God reveals himself as the father. But what he's referring to here is not that your identity, I can tell you, I might look like my father. And um, there's many similarities. But in the spirit, we are not called 
to look like our earthly father because our earthly fathers was just supposed to be a representative of our true father. And many of our fathers has failed and we as parents has failed as well. Can we agree to that? We can say, who can agree that they have fallen as a parent in their life? Now listen how it reads in the ESV. In Him. Who's the Him there? It's in God. We live and move and have our being. As even some of your poets have said, for we are indeed His offspring. And I had to go and I had to go and say, Lord, I could write, if I'm in you and you are in me and I've got this closeness of you, then it brings me to a place where I'm aware of your goodness and your loving kindness. Um, this morning, um, uh, Amber and Leonie is not here in their absence. Um, I'm missing her, her a lot because she does a lot of my work. But there's a difference in being in someone and being with someone. Who knows there's a big difference? So Amber used to be in Leone a few weeks ago. And Leone was in and over her. And that is basically how we are in God. We are connected directly with Him and in Him. And it's not only being with Him. In the Old Testament, it was like being with Him. But there's a difference in where we are now. We are in Him. It's such a closeness that the, you, you, we are relying on His very heartbeat to give life to us. We are relying on God's very breath to give breath to us. And all of that nutrients which He takes in comes directly to us. Weet jy hoe veilig voel ek met God op die seizoen? Met al die oorloog, en al die oorloog wat er gebeur, en die, die, die teespoed waar al is in die buitenland, en die financiële systeem wat ek wil gesê het gaan crash, Give, give, give it space, ek nog steeds het gaan val. With all these things happening, the end times, as we have spoken about, I think is drawing closer. And I'm freaking excited. I'm so excited to be part of this generation. How can it be that you, my Lord, have died for me? With that revelation and with that thought and that understanding, knowing who I am in Christ Jesus, I should not be afraid of anything on the outside. There's no external thing that can threaten me from His presence. There's nothing that I could do that could remove me from Him. So that gives me the liberty to say, Lord, I want to be so intact with You that I, I trust You even if Your judgment needs to come on me. I am, I'm, I'm inviting, and I'm not saying it lightly, we've gone through a very tough 14 days. I don't know about you guys. Yes, this was a tough 14 days. We were working, we had to pray and sit, and some, some nights we, I was sleeping less than anything. And I had to say, Lord, I need to be sensitive because we need to stay intact with the Holy Spirit. Lord, what do you want to do? And a, a prophet told me, she phoned me and said, the Lord's going to speak. You be aware, the Lord's going to speak. And the past 14 days, I just had to go and say, Lord, thank you for your glory. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your peace. Amen. Okay, so let's get into the scripture. John, John 17, 17. And if we don't get through, you can read it at home. And if we do get through, praise the Lord. And if we go over into ministry, I just want to be with you guys and just enjoy the time. Is that fine with you? Amen. So also in Johannes 17, verse 1, I say, When Jesus had spoken these words, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. 
glorify your son that the son may glorify you. I just quickly want to stop there. Glorify, the word glorification is the next level. I want to say to you, none of us have been glorified where we are here. When Jesus went on to the, into the Mount of Transfiguration, he was in his, his body and he was glorified. It's called glorification. One day when you go to heaven, you won't have this rag anymore. Okay? You have a six-pack here. Wees blijf for a six-pack. Reik neetling het niks op my nie hemel nie. Okay? Ek het sy lente, ek het sy breedte, ek het, ek het alles. Ek het die full package. Ek het tot haare. Jy is al pak reik, Wobbes. I'm so excited about these promises that becomes ours, and I'm happy to be what I am, because God made me exactly as I should look, with the right, with the right character, to do His will here on earth. He's called me for a time like this. And the same of you. Now, the term glorification, one day, the Bible said we'll only be perfected at His coming. Who knows we'll be perfected when Jesus comes. So I'm seeing forward for this glorification. But the problem is that we want to go to heaven when heaven wants to come to earth. I've been speaking uh, this, over this from the beginning of this year. The, the problem with the church at this stage is, is when I say, by mensen kom, weet jy hoeveel mensen wil jimmel toe gaan? Dan denk ek myself goeie genuchtig, die Japanese het een grote openbaring, at least was hulle kamikaze pilots. They went out with a boom, taking a lot of people with them. So at least, if you want to go, and you, you, you want to go on early retirement, go to a place, go to Afghanistan. You are called for Afghanistan, I promise you. You don't want a long life, and you want to go to heaven, I will pay for your ticket, you go with the gospel, the good news, and we've got a good arrangement. Either you come back, and you're going to see a lot of people saved, or you're going get, to get, get delivered. You'll go to heaven, and you can preach to one guy. Amen? Is there anyone who wants to go to Afghanistan? I didn't think so. I can't. I, I, we can arrange that ticketing for you. I want to tell you, if you're not, as a Christian, can you not tell me depressive me? You can't get a good dog down. Why? Because we, we're going to be in this, we are not glorified now. We, we work through a lot of things. I want to tell you, this morning, I, I, while we had Jaku and Marisa, she can by us here in the Yeah. <laughs> and this morning I was asking them, I said, did you guys pray this morning? Because they were playing games up in, in, into, the, into the evening, late night, early morning, getting up, playing games. You, you, they are children. And I want them to have fun and I want them to have a good time. But I want them always to put the Lord first. So this morning I had a great chat with them. I said, and I said to them, you know what's the, the scary thing? That, that we, you guys, I'm, I'm getting old for these things, but you guys might even see war. Isn't that exciting? I want to tell you there's no glory in war. But there's glory because we know Jesus. And if we have told our children, the other day he gave his heart to the Lord on, on the men's camp. Let's give the Lord a hand for that. And I'm excited about things like this because it means that Jesus is doing something in our midst. He's doing something. Yesterday we had three people giving their hearts to the Lord. And that excites me. Let's give the Lord a hand. Verse 2. Since you have, have given him authority over the all flesh. Now this is Jesus speaking and he's, he's talking about God giving him authority over all flesh. Wie weet dat God het beheer oor jou jylle vlees? Amen. As jy sikkel met die aria in die vlees, if you've got a fleshly problem, you need to surrender to God. You need to get your eyes on Jesus. 
You can't, I want to tell you, I, told, I, I started with it, you can't walk under the law master, the tigmeester, and you hope you're going to get things sorted out. You need to get yourself convicted under the presence of Jesus. If you're struggling in the flesh, you can't keep away from certain things. You need to come and you need to get your heart back to God. Say, Lord, I need to, to spend time with you. To give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. This is eternal life. That you, the word know is the word gnosko. It's to have an in-depth knowledge of who he is. Is to know and know what his plan was. What was God's plan of redemption? Can anyone tell me? What is the gospel? What is the good news? Jesus came and he died so that everyone who was sinners can now say that we are sinless and he became sin so that we don't have to have sin. It places us in a position where there was a trade-off and we, we got a coupon. Who's ever, I want to tell you, South African have nothing on coupons. Australia have coupons. I remember coupons working back in the days when the, to the milkman nog die milk afgeleid, dan gooi jy, sê die glas bottelke op die buitenkant, en dan gooi jy so derrybel, dingetje in die ding. Who remember those days? Okay. En dan oom het by my huis kom keier. <laughs> maar ek is nie sy kind. <laughs> Listen here. I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. I quickly want to pause here for one second. Are you busy with the work that God has given you to do? You know, I think of you, you still have a work to do. Now I want to tell you, it's not, when, when Peter died, man, last year, June was a very tough season for me. Because I still had plans, and I still saw certain things which was, was going to have to happen. But when Jesus thought his time was over, he allowed him to go. God knows when our time is over, everything is for Him, to Him, and about Him. And I want to tell you, you don't have any control of anything beyond the, the two dates. Only the, only the strip in the middle. That little dash in the middle. You've got, you've, you, you're responsible for that portion. And I had to make peace. I had to go and say, Lord, I believe in you, and I believe that this is what you want to do. But I want to ask you a question. Have you accomplished what the Father has sent you to do? I'm sitting with my children. So I have to remind myself and I have to remind them continually. You know, they are stubborn and hard hearing. I told my oldest son, he must sit in front, he's sitting at the back. Why? The reason why I want them to sit in front is because I want them to focus. To accomplish the work that He gave you to do. And I want you to be accomplishing the work that God has given you to do. You know what the Lord has told us to do as a church, us as a congregation? He's told us to plant churches. He's planned, uh, told us to take care of the sick and the needy. Yesterday I told the people that God's biggest hunger is not the church's biggest hunger anymore. The desire that God has for the lost is not. The Bible says, I want to see I want to see the church winning souls. I want the church to be proactive and to understand that you are part of the body, that you've got something to give. Verse 5, And now the Father glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had with you before the world existed. 
Now, he's speaking about this glorification. This whole first section is about the glorification. I want to tell you, you've been glorified before the foundations of the earth. Everyone, even the sinner out there that's not believing, God has given the position and the opportunity to become a son of God. Before the foundation, God never meant for anyone to go to hell. God's heart is not that any man should ever, ever see hell. The only reason why people will go to hell is because they've not chosen the Lord. That He chose them before the foundation of the earth and He already gave them everything and placed everything in place so that they could be glorified. That they would not have an excuse when they stand in front of God. And the only excuse they can have is, Lord, we did not believe in you. We did not accept you. That's the glory of the Father. I want to tell you a little story. When this guy was young, come and stand here. We were at the, um, uh, I'm going to tell you two stories. We were at, at it happened two or three times. And one day we were driving, uh, we were at the border and there was a truck coming. And the next moment I saw this young lad, he was going to cross the street, and he's going to run in front of this truck, and I knew he was going to be killed. And at that point, I was not going to grab him in a fashion that was going to feel comfortable for him. I was going to save his life. And I grabbed him on his chest like that, and I pulled him away with all my power, and I grabbed, unfortunately, I grabbed the flesh off his chest. I get the fell from say and I felt so bad but God told me he said to me you could hurt him but you didn't allow him to kill him and sometimes David said it was good that he may correct it he was in, in going into a direction which could have killed him but his dad and I want to tell you there was another incident I just came in 2008 we were building here in Bronkorspreit and um, I was preaching at Andres' home cell group. And um, that evening after I was building, I, I had this little boy. It was the first time he came with me for the whole day and his mom was alone. And um, she was pregnant with that oak over there. And um, so the two of us, now he still, he does the nappy thing. So he does this nappy and I spit him off of the bow side get him dressed and now we're going to friends they've invited us for supper now he doesn't want to eat their food so i'm eating their food and i said to him okay right we're going to pick and pay and then we are going to um i'll buy you something and i have him a sweetie quick okay so that i know that he will behave himself and as we went into the pick and pay um the guy closed the door right in front of my face now remember i want to buy, buy this oak food and I said to him, what's wrong? And I pushed the door. Now he's not locking the door, so I'm pushing the door. I said, what's wrong? He says, we are closed. I said, what time do you close? He says, I think six or seven. I don't remember. It was six, I think. And I said to him, it is five to six. And the next moment, someone else comes walking in of a different ethnicity, and they allowed them to go in. And I turned around. I said to myself, and I open up the door, and I walk in with him, and I went and I bought him something. And as I went out, I took, he was walking behind me. I went out, I said to him, sir, I said what you did was wrong, but bless you, I'm not, I'm not angry at you. And as I went out, he cursed me. And he closed the door quickly, but he didn't realize that that boy of mine was still in the pick and pay. <laughs> and I got my hand in the door, 
And before I got myself, I hit the guy. Now back in those days, in the OP campaign, was the fruit that you had to come I clap him in the pisang rocking. Okay? Now I'm going to preach. Now come Yuka and Carlos, with such a great word, it like this. And they ask me, what did I not happen? I say, no, yes, this is what happened. The, the, the reason why I want to quote this is because there would be nothing that would be able to separate me from my boy. I reacted in a fashion to protect, which, is, which I most dearly loved. And I want to say to you, the father, the father will never ever allow anything to remove you from his love. There's something that stands up within you which makes you want to fight. It's something about the character and the nature of God. And in that moment, I knew that there was going to be nothing. I remember one day, we, we um, Quibus, you forgot your grandchild here at the church. Okay? Can you let them down? It's like as if I see these guys grow up. I, I've, I've seen some of, these, some of these children that grew up in this church or marry. Now I know I'm going to be And I thought to myself, say, Opa, forget them. And now I'm going to be And all of a sudden, now the next moment, I, I'm, I've got him. But I want to tell you, the moment they realized that he was not in their midst, I want to tell you, it's not, nothing new. Jesus' parents forgot him as well. They left him in Jerusalem, getting halfway back home. They realized, where's Jesus? Amen? There's iets om op trots te wees, man. Yes, I can now his grandpa is in the car, and we're finding, but now he's chasing down. You know what Jesus, when his parents got him, he said, where did you think I must be? I want to tell you there's something, the best place to stay is not your own works. It was not um, Damien's works to go and seek out and now try and find his way back home. We want to try and find our way back home to God. It's impossible for us to do it. You know where you need to stay? Just stay in the place where you are. Because he will come seeking for you. The best that your kinders can do is, is there where you last sang it. You know what I learned from that lesson? I learned that even in my times where I was lost, I felt lost. That God came and got me every time at that same place where I was still waiting for him. That's the goodness and the loving kind. Let's just give the Lord a hand. I think it's a very good exegesis. Verse 6. I have manifested your name to the people whom you gave me out of this world. Yours they were. And you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. So they were the fathers from the beginning. Now the Father has entrusted all flesh and everything to Jesus. It was His, and then it became His. So He took up the responsibility when He bled in the Garden of Gethsemane, and He, 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 was, he was sweating this blood. It was because He had you on His mind. He knew what He had, had to pay for your sin. Ek wil gevee vanag, wie toch gesondig en voel jy naar daarna? Amen? Ek wil vir jy sê, daar sekere goed is wat, ek, wat, wat my so wal, dat wanneer ek dit in die gees ervaar, dat ek opgooi. Amen? Wie, wie weet waarvan ek praat? It's, it's this vulgar feeling within, within you. And um, I remember, yes, like man, 
Yours they were, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything that you have given me is from you. For I have given them the words that you gave me, and they have received them, and have come to know in truth that I come from you, and they have believed that you sent me. Listen now, boy. Verse 9 is very important. I am praying for them. You know who's praying for you? Just quickly, this morning I was speaking to my boys, including Vian, and I asked them, did you guys pray? And they, Vian said yes, but my boy said no. Okay? I'm like, asking them, I said, I don't care that you guys do all these fun things, but I want you to understand that there's a principle of seeking God first. Matthew 6.33. I never want to make it a law because then it, it, it feels like I'm enforcing something on you. I want you to embrace the walk with Jesus. Because there's nothing nicer than when you do something and you know you've got the presence of the Lord with you. And it's not that it's not worth you. It's just that you need to tap into it to become aware of it. Now, who's gone through a day and things just went totally wrong, and the next moment the Spirit just tells you, yield, or do this, or do not do that. Amen? Now, I want to really believe, I want to tell you the other day, I got a word of wisdom from someone, and they said to me, just be at peace. When Jesus was in the boat, he was at peace. Now I'm like, yes, like I really don't feel if I want to have peace now. And they said, the Lord says, just be at peace. And I get the freedom that all understand the above gaan wat op my neerdal. I become aware, yeah, Tani Les, you know. I become aware of the Holy Spirit and sometimes God will save you because you've got the ability to lean into Him. Now listen here, yeah? I am praying for them. I'm not praying for the world, but for those who you have given me, for they are yours. And I want to tell you the following, even as I'm praying, I'm praying for the church in the Ukraine, I'm praying for the church in Russia. I'm not praying for Russia and the Ukraine. I don't have a fight with either of the two countries. People are going to die, we're going to see death everywhere, we're going to see poor people, you'll have the poor always amongst you. I'm praying for the church to persevere. And I'm not praying for them to get out in the easy way. What's up? Sorry, Ella. The only claim blasts. I'm not praying for the world. And I believe that in this time where we are, I'm praying for the church to persevere. What betekent it? Ek wil nie vir jou bid vanochtend, of vir jou sê dat Jesus bid vir jou, vir die groot huis en die groot kar en al die deurbrake wat moet kom en al die geld nie. Ons het het te veel oor prosperity gemaakt. It's not about the money, it's about the kingdom of God, it's about God being God and we coming and we serving Him and we asking what your will is and we want to see your will get done. Amen? And we should stop saying stuff like, man, God wants to make you feel good and He wants you to be blessed and comfortable because God has made no one comfortable in the Bible. The only thing I read in the Bible is people getting uncomfortable and losing themselves, but finding God. And if we preach a different message than the original one preached, we will never get the same results. And I'm trusting God that He's going to work inside the church that people will have a hunger to say, Lord, I want to serve you with my whole heart and everything that is within me. Amen? But God can't do it with people who doesn't have a belief system that He can use them irrelevant of your past. 
irrelevant of what you've done wrong. Moses was a murderer. Amen? I want to tell you, Paul was a murderer. All of them was guilty in a certain sense. And some of them were even right by the, by the matter of law. They justified what they've done. This morning, it's not being religiously right. It's being in connection with the Father and knowing that the Father approves of you. Beloved identity. You know what I love about where I am at this stage? Is I don't care what people think about me. I used to care if people were going to like me or not like me. I, I always wanted, Lord, I can write, 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 and 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 I can write, I could not get everyone to like me. If I tried to be more religious, the, reli the religious people had more religion to, to throw down on me. When I tried to be more liberal, and then I had to go and say, Lord, I, I need to stop trying being anything else except your boy. I just want to be your son. Amen. You know what's one of the best things that we can do? is because we care what our family members say. Teach your children. The Bible says, train up a child in the way that is meant to be. When he grows old, he will not depart from that way. I want to tell you, you need to train your children. Tell them how God uses them differently and how they don't need to be and compete against one another to get your approval. Because I've got different sons and they all act differently. And I need to respect each and everyone's heart and the, the way that they need to go. and need to trust the Lord for wisdom so that we can grow, grow them up. Because the other two will never be Aiden, but Aiden will never be the other two. And for that reason, we need to get back to what the Father's heart is. The Father's heart is to see you succeed. And he's placed you here with purpose and destiny. Verse 10, all mine are yours and yours are mine. And I am glorified in them. Verse 11, and I'm no longer in the world, but they are in the world. Jesus is no longer in the But who is here? Who's the answer? Guys, let's get excited about this. He's actually prophesying about you at this time and moment of time. He's saying that I'm not here, but guess who? Daddy, I'm not here, but guess who I'm leaving here? I'm leaving my direct representative, Michelle King. Shemaine van Eden. Amen? I want to tell you, the fact that you are here is because you are called to be a representative. He's left you here with purpose. Matilda, you still have purpose. Amen? If only you've got purpose. I don't... I don't care what the doctors have said about your, your, your physical situation. I could do nothing for you. But I know that God has a plan with you. And if you can succeed to find His plan, that everything will work out for your good. I'm not trusting the Lord for a very long life. And I've had people rebuking me for that. Jesus only lived 33 years. I, I trust the Lord for a complete life. I want the full life. And I want to complete that which God has given me and entrusted to me. So as you will buy a outward name, now can Sarah had kinders gekryp, a ou ouderdom. Ek kan ek sê, jyre, my verantwoordelikheid is nie klaar nie. Ek sê, that's how I'm, I'm tricking the Lord by saying to him, Lord, my responsibility is not finished, so I'll just adopt another child. Ek sê, Carly, weet nog nie, ons gaan oor 10 jaar weekend aanneem, want ek wil baie oud word. Ok? Waar trek ons? Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me that they may be one, even as we are one. I just quickly want to tell you something. Who remembered my first sermon this year in this church? I was preaching on 2022. I was speaking about unity. 
And I said that this year is a year of the unity. It's three times, three double times word And I was speaking on unity this year. Who can remember that sermon? If you don't remember it, please go and listen it again. I did not only preach it because I, I, I feel it's really, and you know what the, what the enemy is attacking in the church? Not only in our church, I'm talking about the global church. Unity. You know what's wrong with people's marriages in this season? A unity. Daar waar twee saamstem gebied God in. I want to tell you, you don't need to fight about your children, who's wrong or right. You just need to unify because God's going to sort them out. Amen? Ek sit met die dochterkie ander dag en sê vir Karli, Jesus, ek hoor jy, ek moet nou begin een arsenaal opbouw. Ek moet nou een algeweer kry en ek moet een AR kry, automatic rifle. Ek, so, ek soek een AK-47. Nie noodwendig is hulle kom koos halen. Ek wil net, ek wil net weet, ek is, ek is recht vir as, as sans had, guns had, nie die ouwens is nie by die huis en al daar geoop my voordeur op wat daar groter as ek is. Ek nou dacht, die stap ek in Pretoria en I showed some of the guys this morning. The guys standing there, hulle noem om Klein Willy. Nou is ek soos goeie genuchtig. 2.086, daar is die antwoord. Ok, dis een groot meneer. Nou sê ek vir my eerlijk, Klein Willy, kijk, as hulle vir my gesê, tweede pauze, fiets, sloots, ek, jy, ek sou opgedaag het, maar ek denk as ek hier gesien het, ek my beding is. Ok, ek het strijd voorwoord net, ek het, ek het, ek het om die klip gegooi. Ek, David wou nie nabij gooi, dat kom uit om te blij die klip gegooi. There's a reason why you've got stones. Okay? Don't get stoned, use stones. Okay? Nou het niemand gevang wat ek gesê nie, behalwe die aakouds. <laughs> Vrou someone with a stone. Don't get stoned. Listen here. While I was with them, I kept them in your name. So Jesus kept us. With you have given me. I've guarded them, and not one of them has been lost except the son of destruction, that the scripture might be fulfilled. Okay? So, what does that even mean? Okay, now, I don't want to go into the whole story of Judas. I know that it's very controversial about what I'm saying. He's the son of damnation. Wie weet dat iemand moest die Heere verloor net? Who knows that this is still Old Testament, which Jesus is talking in now? And guess who was in hell when Jesus came into Hades and he preached the gospel? Okay, so I don't know. If I was Judas, I was going to take that option. That's just my opinion. I can't say where Judas is. People ask me all the time, so where is Judas? I tell them, I don't know. I'm not sure. If you want my opinion, I think he's the only disciple who does not have a legacy. He's the son of destruction. He does not have a legacy. But I can tell you one thing. If I was the guy that missed Jesus here, I definitely would have recognized him down there. I would, I would hope that he, he grabbed onto that opportunity. He sold out on his birthright. But I believe that God is so gracious that he even could have met him there. Amen. Now that's never going to happen again. In time, if you've not died up until now, you must make, the Bible says, geoorloof vir elke om een keer te lewe, dan te sterwe, dan die oordeel. If you die this side and you've not accepted Jesus, it's sorry. Okay? I don't care how, how, how much money you've given to, to wet nose. It's not going to count. Amen. Please don't give money to wet nose. Give it to the church. We need it. And give money to wet nose. Verse 13. But now I'm coming to you and these things are speaking into the world that they may have joy full, fulfilled in themselves. I just want to read the scripture again. 
But now I'm coming to you. Now this is Jesus coming to the, to the Father, am I right? And these things I speak in the world, that they may have joy f- um, fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world um, has hated them because they are not of this world, just as I am not of this world. I quickly want to pause there. Church, do you know you are not of this world? Amen. Sals, jy sê van die wereld nie, ou. As jou vrou vir jou sê, jy sê Engels, dit dit is wat sy profeties is. Ok? Jy is nie van hierdie wereld nie. Ok? I want to tell you, that if we are not from this world, from where are we? Paul writes and he says, we are seated in heavenly places. I want to tell you this morning that you are not from this world, you are from heaven. You are heaven's ambassador on earth. And if I go to India, I'm not an Indian. I'm still a South African in India. And we are kingdom ambassadors on earth, and the church is the poorest, and the church is struggling, and we're looking just like the world. Why? Because we've accepted that we might be sick. Misschien wil die heren my nie genees nie. Nooit het die heren vir baie siek ou gesê en geloop en gesê ek wil nie. So what do we do? Die bybel sê ons het nie wat ons vraag nie. So ons hou op vraag wat ons kry weerstand. Resistance makes us stop trusting God. The resistance that you have is there to mature you. It's not there to make you poorer. The resistance that you have is there to say, Lord, I'm going to stand up in Jesus and I'm going to believe in you because your word is the truth and I'm standing on your word. Amen? Owens, here is a point. I'm giving you a key this morning. If you can catch up with what I'm telling you this morning, this is going to be for you like winning the lotto. I want to say to you, He's given them the, His Word. What is, who, who was the Word? In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God and it was Jesus. So when Jesus was given to us, we've got the Word. We've seen the Word. We've seen the manifestation of the Word. We've seen His character. We've beheld Him and we've loved Him. We've chosen Him. And now we are His. We are exactly as He is. I can, no dark, I'm not scared of any demonic person. Know what's the lackerous things? When you grab someone who's demonic infested, you love them. And all demons are flying and they're going. And I'm where I go, and people in ministry, they're telling me, they will slap you. They've slapped. No, the Bible says the curse does not come without the reason. It will only slap you if you've got sin, which you have not brought into the light. So wat doen ek voordat ek nou enige auto gaan wat demonic infested is? Kies jyre, dankie dat ek vergewe is jyre, daar die moet aan my kop, in Jesus naam, amen. Kom hier so. Hoekom? Because he's going to expose me. Amen. Weet jy wat was Davidse beste ding? You've just slept with another man's wife and killed her husband. Jyre, vergewe my. A man after God's own heart. He never lost his kingship. King Saul was self-righteous. When the prophet came to him, the, the, he, had, he had the following um, opdracht, mandate. You need to kill the king, you need to kill the people, you need to kill the animals, and everything should be devoted to the Lord. So they went and they took the gold, and they hid the gold. It's as if God does not see. They took the cows and the goats, and they had them there. 
and they did not kill, kill the king. And that became um, Israel's greatest enemy. They preserved that which God said they must kill. But it marked me for sin. I want to say to you the things that we preserved. The greatest problem in Israel's life was Abraham's own problem. Zijn eigen voornemen dat hij probeert het om een kind te verwekken om het te slaven. Dat wordt, dat is tot vandaag toe de Ismaëlieten. Is tot vandaag toe een groot probleem in ons midden. It created a legitimate place for people to operate under an evil spirit, a spirit of illegitimacy. Amen. And hear me out. That's why the slave boy can never inherit with the free one. We don't understand the heart of God. God was not being rude there. He was talking about two covenants. God is not into your comfort. He's into his word. He wants to see the word come into fulfillment. We are not of this world. I want to I say to you this morning that God has a plan for us. And he wants to use you in this world. But you can't be part of this world. And I want to say the following. It's not by making mistakes. It's realizing who we are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Yes, I can now say what verkeerd gaan klink. I'd rather have someone preaching in the bar. Ek ondou, ek het die Heere net aangeneem. I was serving the Lord three to four weeks. I was getting drunk one night. But I was saved. And I was preaching in the bar. And I was weeping with the rest of the people. Krijg skam dat oor? I'm not proud of it. Do I say it's right to get drunk? It's not what I'm saying. But I'd have, rather have someone drunk in the bar that's busy preaching than no one preaching. I can see where the church is not in I was preaching the gospel of Jesus. And even in my state, where I was, I was not being the right example, but I was bring, bringing the truth message. And two weeks later, a friend of mine's father, that was the last time I spent time with him, he committed suicide. That night, he was so into hearing, and I hope, he never made a, I never asked him to make a commitment, but I believe that the Holy Spirit worked in his heart. I remember we standing in us, is drunk now, he lost all song. Two weeks later, he committed suicide. Now what's the problem with the church? Is we, we are so scared that if maybe I come close to Michelle that her demons will get on me. I'll become contaminated. Because the Old Testament told us that when a holy thing comes close to anything that is dead, it's contaminated. But the New Testament teaches us when anything holy comes to something that's contaminated, it makes it clean. It washes it pure. It must make us think differently of the way that we think of the world because we are losing an old generation because no one wants to go and love the lesbians and the gays. No one wants to go and love the drunk, the drunkard and the druggie. Amen? No one wants to take time out of their day. And here Jesus is saying, man, I've left you guys here. You are the answer. And I'm praying for you and I'm interceding for you. But I need the church to get proactive. And guys, I'm coming in week after week. I'm preaching this message telling you guys i'm doing my part i'm i'm going i'm going to people taking people off the street going and visiting people go sit with people crying with people even if i have time or i don't have time 
What we want to see is we want to see Jesus in action in this last days. And the earth is waiting with eager expectation, but it will not manifest by itself. It needs the people of God that's going to stand up and say, Lord, hear him, I use me. I'm willing, Lord, I'm going to preach. A living dog is better than a dead lion. For those who didn't get that. I do not ask that you take them out of this world. The Lord's not asking for you to get out of your circumstances. Who thinks that way? Lord, I need a better job. If you can just do this for me, if I can just get out of this divorce, then, then you can maybe use me. If I can just get my, my family in order, then maybe you can use me. If I can just stop cursing, then maybe you can use me. Is there someone who so feels in the morning? Because I have so Luister mooi wat my Gavin, die tigmeester, want ek is meer sonde bewus oor die feit, dat ek nie kan gebruik word nie, as die feit dat God my kan gebruik. That's what I started off with. And you either have the parakletos that is confirming and telling you that you can do it, or you've got the, uh, the one that I can't pronounce, the, die tigmeester, that's telling you, you can't do it. And you are, you, you are excused. And you are not worthy. Amen. Hallelujah. I think I'm almost at my last slide, my second last slide. Hoe laat is dit? Want dit is like jy ouwens, iemand moet vir my kom kitaar speel, op hierdie oomlik onmiddellik. Nee, jy moet nou net rustig raak, jy. Dit is my een kind wat altyd terugpraat, jylle sien het. John 17, 16 says, They are not of the world. Just as I am not of the world. I want to tell you, your jeans, what you in the church want to take. The old man said, if you have jeans, then you are from the world. We can't see the world. Who grew up in those? Guys, let's not be, let's not be, we learned a lot from our past, but let, let's learn from it. We were telling people, as you fart yet, dan gaan jy nie hemel toe nie. Toen het hulle uitgekom in die stelling, eet vark en skinner minner. Ok? Because everyone was gossiping in church, but they weren't eating pig. Ek praat van die spadereens. Wie van julle kom uit die spadereen familie uit? Ok? Jy mag nie honde gehad het nie, mag nie dit gedoen het nie. Ok, I've, I've got people coming out of that background. We were religious to the core. We were having, ons het, my oma en opala, I grew up in a house where my grandmother sal op, op sak en as gaan. And I still believe in the power of those things. It's not that I'm making it null and void. I'm just telling you that in the days that we are living, if it's only about the laws, because you'll always fall short. Even my grandmother had a bit of an attitude. And she fell short of the glory of God and she still needed Jesus. And this morning, I'm not making anything lightly. I'm telling you this morning, I want to see the desire in our hearts to become aware. Because you are not of this world. And I, he's, he's left you in this world. And I want to say to you, he's not going to take you the easy way around. He's going to take you through the sea, through the fire. I weet, there's a lot of twists, or there's a lot of wegrappings, and what's going to happen. There's different scenes. There's 21 different scenes. I've had Eric already had a lot I don't care what your view is. At the end of the day, which is most important, is if you are doing something for Jesus right now. As long as you know you've got Jesus and you're going to heaven, I'm fine with that idea. You can go to Afghanistan tonight. 
But I want to know that you are doing something, that you, your business, your children, and your family are doing something for Jesus. So myself and my wife has been praying for the past eight months for a family issue. And it only got resolved on Friday. I want to give the Lord a hand for it because it's a breakthrough now. We were fighting a demonic thing because we had to stand our ground. And sometimes peace is found in the midst of a battle. I want to tell you, you can't ever give up on God's promises. It doesn't mean that you need to compromise. And that's what God's doing in this season. Actually, God is busy with families to restore. Verse 17, sanctify them in the truth. Sanctify them with Jesus. Sanctification, let's speak about the process of sanctification. We weet what sanctification betekent. And ik weet, weet niet wat is sanctification. Heilig maken. So sanctification means to be washed by the truth, to be washed by the word. Who knows that we need to be washed by the word? What does it mean? It means that whenever you feel dirty in any way, you apply the word like soap, like water, and you wash away that which makes you feel insecure or dirty to come close to God. It gives you the liberty to say, Lord, I want to deal with what you want to deal with in this season. And he says, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. Jesus is the truth. And he's referring, Jesus is praying about himself and he's saying, I am the truth, the way and the life. The word is the truth. As you sent me into the world, remember in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. So I have sent them into this world. I want to tell you what is your mandate in this season? It's to do exactly what Jesus did. What did Jesus do? He healed the sick. He delivered those who were in bondage and he told them about the kingdom of God that is at hand. The good news of Jesus is you going and reaching out to your neighbor and to your wife and to your children telling them there is hope. I don't know what the answer is yet, but we're going to find it in the scriptures. Come, let's pray together. Amen. I wish someone told me this while I was still smoking hardly. Amen. You know what? What I heard, I always heard I was not good enough. I cannot come close because I still have sinned. And every time I tried to approach this most holy God, I felt so far removed from Him. Until I heard the message of love and peace and grace, which draw me, the, it's, it's loving kindness that led me to repentance. The message in this world that's going to help transform this world is not the one of judgment. I want to say to you, you know, what does what, what your work, what is the, the earth is yearning for? Wie sit met the financial problems? Stick up your hands, please. Profetische woord vanochtend. Okay, so, hoe, 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 hoe vertrouw ons die Heere vir a deurbraak? How do we trust the Lord for a breakthrough in our finances? We apply the word. Okay? Ek gaan nie veel vraag my hand op te steek nie. Wie sik vanochtend die met seksuele probleme? Okay? The answer is still in the word. The word is very clear about these things. Who sits with issues with family? Let's raise hands on that issue. Okay? The answer is still in the word. I promise you God still wants to deliver. And I want to tell you, you need to take it to the Lord in prayer. Amen? Dan sê hy dan, wanneer ons met hom pleit, dat hy moest dit van ons al wegvat. 
Owens Aquafira said, We've, we really have a friend, a friend that sticks closer to a brother, and a brother is born for a time of adversary. What did I try to say this morning? I believe that we've got an older brother that's with us in this adversary that we have. I, wanna, I, I believe with my whole heart that God wants to do something new and something so sound in our hearts that He wants to do something so significant. Verse 19, And for that, their sake I consecrated myself, I set myself apart, that they also may be sanctified in truth. It's not a doing, it's a being thing. I wrote that in yellow for the following reason. You can do nothing to get you closer to God. I want to tell you, it's not your doings that brings you closer to God. It's your being. Okay? Kobus is actually, I would say, wees a boer. Wees a wit mens. Kan jy dit wees? Jy is dit. As ek wees sê, wees a swart mens, kan jy dit wees? Dit is nie wat jy is nie. As ek vir jou sê, wees een vrou, kan jy vrou wees? Jy kan iets uitbeeld, maar jy kan dit nie in weese wees nie. Al sê hy, hy is een vrou, kan hy nie kinders baar nie. Amen? Weet jy wat is die mooie ding van dit wat God vir ons wil kom doen in die seisoen? He's in this place where he's maturing the church to a new thing where he's telling you to be and not to do. He's telling you to take up. I do not ask... For, for these only, but also for those who will believe through their word. And now he's saying, I'm not only interceding for the people that was with him who was hearing the message, he's interceding for those people who was going to believe, that's me and you. And he's also paying, praying for us. Weet jy dat toe Jesus daar sit, toe dink aan Matthijs, wat 2000 jaar verder gaan praat, op die 27ste maart 2022, in, in Bronkospreid, en vir mense sê, dat hy het plan met hulle lewe. Die grootste probleem met dit, wat, wat op die oomlik in die kerke gaan, is die kerk weet nie wie hulle is nie. Dis een identiteitsprobleem, en identiteit kom altyd van die vader af. I, I believe that the father wants to reveal himself in church. He wants to place identity terug. Ek wil vir jou sê, moet nie een dag verder doen dit wat jou nie, wat, wat jou nie meer gelukkig maak nie. It's time to be happy in what we are doing. Dit wat jy doen, die bybel sê, doen dit uit, uit, uit die geloofsoortuiging uit. If you're doing a job for money, you are prostituting yourself. Do your passion. Do what God has called you to do. Matthijs, wat gebeur as ek dan in die einde van die maand nie? Nee, as jy doen wat jou hand vind om te doen, en jy word geleid door die geest, gaan die Heere vir jou oprig, and he's going to take you into places. Ek wil vir jou sê, you don't need to do anything that God's not called you to do. I do not ask these for, for, for these only, but for those who will believe, okay, verse 21, that they may all be one, just as you, the Father in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that, that, that you have sent us. With, with other words, it's speaking about the parasitliosos, the fact that we are dancing with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, that we are in a un, unity, and this unity cannot be broken. You know what's the, the main theme for this year? Is to stay unified with the Father, the idea that the Father has over you. Yesterday morning, we conquered all the demons for the past two weeks on Friday. The last one we had to fight was on Friday. And I felt everything break in the spirit during this week. And everything was a fight against the unity. It was, we were having a fight against unity. We can't, we weet, we stirred the week to the self, the afgelopen two weeks. That was wild. And you know what I experienced, what the Father said to me? 
He gave me this piece and he said to you, that's what I've called you to do, is to unify. Saturdagochtend klim ek in die kar, nou moet ek gaan bedien. Raai wie beklei met my? Of met wie beklei ek? My vrou. Nou raai ek, ek moet gaan bedien, en het ek woorde met haar. Nou sê ek van, yes, dit is nou al wat die vijand moet hee. Amen? Who knows, who knows what I'm talking about? Weet volgend beklei op pad, kerk, stik jylle hand op. Die heren wil jylle vry maak, stik jylle hand op. <laughs> okay. Koop is dit beklei, met sy, met sy ma. <laughs> <laughs> nou beklei hulle eers and I had to go and I had to find a wife because the word says, ek sê vir luister is ek sê vir oomlik is ek nie hoor en nie hoor en nie hoor but I want to get the unity right kom ons sorteer die inheid uit voordat ons gaan doen wat ons moet doen I believe there's something in this what the Lord wants to do I'm reading the last four verses then we've gone through the whole chapter 17 and then I want to pray the glory that you have given me I've given to them that they may be even as we are one. I in them and you in me, and that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you sent me and love them even as you have loved me. Father, I desire that they also whom you have given me may be with me where I am, to see my glory that you have given me, because you have loved me before the foundations of the world. O righteous Father, even though the world does not know you, I know you, the word as Gnosko, and these who know that you have sent me, I made known to them your name, and I will continue to make it known that the love with which you have loved me may be in them and I in them. This is called the high priestly prayer, that I might be in them and that they might be in me. Why do I believe what the Lord wants to do? I believe this morning that the Lord wants to come. And He wants to bring you back to the place of a perfect unity with the triune God. I want to tell you this morning that the Lord says to you that there's nothing, 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 nothing in this season that is able to get you down. Ek sê die ander dag, sit ek by a doodsbed en ek praat met die persoon en die persoon sê vir my, ek vraag vir hulle, voel jy onzeker, kan ek so met jou bid, hulle sê vir my glad nie. Ek sê, hoe weet jy? Hoe weet jy as jy hier is, dat jy is reg? Hy sê, want ek ken hom. Ek ken hom. Ek het nie van hom gehoor nie. Ek ken hom. Know what Jesus is doing in this season? He's asking you, do you know me? Do you know that I'm perfectly one with you? That there's nothing that can separate you from my love? Matthijs, why do we speak about these things over and over and over again? Who enjoy making love to their wives? Anyone? Twee of drie van ons. Prijsie jere, Ernest, ek is trots op jou. <laughs> Hoe lang sê jy getrouwd? <laughs> Te lang. Okay. Long. Okay, so, just because I did it last week, doesn't mean I'm going to do it, to, not going to do it tonight. It's awesome. Okay, it needs to happen. So what am I saying? It's good to hear the truths over and over. Weet vir julle vrou gesê op julle trouwdag, jy is lief vir haar. Is daar enig iemand wat dit gedoen het? Wie weet, sy het nog steeds nodig om het te hoor. Amen. It's not a once-off commitment. It's not a once-off saying. It's a, rep- a repeated thing. A repeated theme. I always tell my wife, weet jy lief as ek vir jou, jy is vir my die mooiste ding. Weet jy hoe het sy nodig om dit te hoor? 
Weet je, nodig het ek om te hoor, dat ek is die sterkste ding, dan is ek, ek is al amper nie meer die sterkste in die huis nie. Ek het nodig om te hoor, ek is die groot beer. Amen. And there's something this morning that the Lord wants to do in your heart. He wants to show you that you are His and He is yours. He wants you to come in this morning. Let's just stand up this morning. Lord Jesus, thank you, Father, for your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are with us right now. Thank you, Lord, that you said that you are in our midst right now. Where two or more gather in your name, there you are in our midst. Holy Spirit, this morning come and work in our hearts. And I ask, Father, that all offenses and all hurts and all insecurities be dealt with now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you've not come and brought us to a place of just confrontation or confliction, but you brought us to this place that we can know surely that you love us. I see in the natural, I see people being disappointed, saying, Matthijs, I have no heart for the Father because my Father never loved me. My Father never loved me. And I want to tell you this morning, the Father is revealing a good, good heart over you. He's revealing over you that He loves you. That He loves you with an everlasting love. An everlasting love. For a greater love has no one seen that one would lay down his life for his own.